Met Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? I'm doing okay. (laughs) You're lying. No, no, no. I'm just (laughs) tired. Um, But we are recording on Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to all our friends and fathers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We still haven't watched How I Met Your Father. Right. Uh, Maybe someday. Yeah, I don't envision that happening yeah. for some reason. Um, no, the, if uh, you live in Los Angeles, the sun is finally out. Finally, yeah. And it feels nice. Went from May gray to June gloom. But yeah, it's yeah. a lovely day. I'm today. not ready to uh, celebrate just yet, but it's definitely well. Well, because also it'll, it won't be too long at all before it's <clears throat> too hot. It'll be too hot soon. And, and we'll be, miss the June gloom. <laughs> yeah, we'll be complaining about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, what's going on here. Oh, also, Davy made a delicious stew. We made it today together. Yeah. But yeah, we made stew in the slow cooker today. A veggie stew. Yeah. All kinds of veggies and some great northern beans. Yeah. The recipe I was using called for cannellini beans, but Trader Joe's hasn't had cannellini beans in like years. So I think great northern beans are the same, no? I don't know because they used to have both and they got rid of the cannellini beans all right first call to action what's the difference between great northern beans and cannellini beans uh we could probably just google it but it's not as fun yeah it's more fun Um, to for it to be yeah we added some uh collard greens there were sweet potatoes in it it was real hearty yeah um yeah it was very hearty and we toasted up some bread to you know to dip yeah real real rustic it was a very rustic lunch that we had. Uh, so, yeah, we're full of lunch and full of great observations about friends and how I met your mother. Because that's what this show is actually about. It's not a podcast about lunch. It's not a podcast about stew. Um. <laughs> Do you remember um, on SNL the um, – what's what's the food show? Like the NPR? It's oh, yeah. not Delicious Dish. Or is it Delicious Dish? It might have been Delicious Dish. Okay. Yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah, that was – Next week we'll talk about – Rice. <laughs> it was just funny when they would like make each other laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the Alec Baldwin. Uh, sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Yeah. Classic. Um, so, yeah, we are on to season five, episode 10 of both Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Season five, episode 10 of Friends is called The One with the Inappropriate Sister. Mm-hmm. And season five, episode 10 of How I Met Your Mother is called The Window. We're going to put a pin in the window, throw a pin right through the window, defenestrate that pin. That's what it means. You know that word, defenestrate? I don't. It means to go through a window. Okay. All right. It's fun to have a word for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and, and, and we're going to start with season five, episode 10 of Friends, which again is the one with the inappropriate sister, who, surprises of surprises, is not about Monica and Ross. Yes, yeah. Uh, although that comes up. It does. But uh, we start in the fellow's apartment, which truly is all the fellow's apartment, because they're all living there now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Ross is very, very bored, because he's was told to take a leave of absence from work uh, because of his rage. Yeah. Um, and so he's home all the time, and he's very bored. He rearranged... The refrigerator has got, like, a funny joke there, Yeah. right? It grossed me out because it was, like, he organized it by, like, 
a few things, and then all of the stuff of expired food was on the the top shelf, and, and it, it was, was all expired food. Yeah, he was like, so the bottom shelf will be for meats and dairy. It's yeah. going to be empty. Yeah. The middle shelf will be for fruits and vegetables, one apple. Yeah. And the top shelf, expired things. Yeah. And, and I bet like it was like a red delicious waxy apple. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, because... During the, not to like call out uh, your dad on the podcast on Father's Day, yeah. but during the pandemic, we were doing the grocery shopping for them. Yeah. And yeah, his. He always wanted that. Just and I'd be red like, delicious apples. Really? And I'd be like, do you know about yeah, like. There's other apples. Like even as a kid, there were fewer choices when I was a kid, but we still had Granny Smith. Like that was better. Yeah. But now you've got. Pink Lady, you got Pink your. Lady. You honey got what crisp. I like, which is the honey crisp. Honey crisp is good. I haven't like had a, the what's the other? It's like comet crisp or Gala? something. Gala, I've had. I've had those yeah. are fine. Yeah, but I'm a honey. I I just around. I think probably 2008, 2009. Yeah, I got on the honey crisp train and just have so not good. gotten off. I so love good. Them. But I like the pink lady as well. Uh, friends and mothers and fathers, what's your apple of choice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hashtag apple of my eye. <laughs> no, we don't do. We don't do a hashtag. Well, technically, action. we did like hashtag catching up with our correspondence, but that's true. Um, All right, what is the apple of your eye? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so Joey is like, "Hey, you're not used to being unemployed," and Ross is like, "I'm not unemployed. I'm on a sabbatical." But Joey teaches Ross how to relax, which is by sitting in the big comfy chairs and prank calling Chandler while he's at work. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, then we get to the part, the perk, and I realize, like, oh right. Christmas. This is a yeah. Christmas episode. The yeah. park is decked, decked out. out. Yeah. yeah. So is the boys' apartment and the girls' apartment. What was the boys' apartment decked out? Yes, there was like a Santa, there were some lights, there was a tree even in the boys' apartment. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. But I definitely noticed it in the ladies' apartment. Um, Phoebe shows up ringing a bell because she is a Salvation Army. She's decided to be a Salvation Army well, they don't, volunteer. They, they never don't, say she's a Salvation yeah, Army. but it's assumed that that's what Yeah. And isn't like the Salvation Army like... Sus, yes, in some way. It's I can... a Catholic charity, which is sus already. Okay. Yeah. Catholics do a lot of charity work. Not to stand. I mean, I'm a lapsed Catholic myself, but stand I think up for. At this point, we could say they do more harm than good. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. You know, um, uh, well, I mean, my home Go ahead. Salvation Army is like notoriously turned away people of color, people oh, that's not cool. of the LGBTQIA plus community. And continues to do so. Yeah, so, that's not cool at all. No. Uh, I'm just saying that there is... My hometown of St. Louis, I don't know if it still holds this record, but it was, like, the most, like, man hours of volunteer charity work per pop, per capita than any other city in the country. And I think it's because it's such a Catholic city because one of the main differences between Catholics and Protestants is Protestants basically believe that like you're saved through faith, faith alone. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you go to heaven. Catholics say that's just a starting point. You also have to do these things. And, and a lot of them have to do with like feeding the hungry, clothing the you know poor, and, and, and Preventing and so like women that. from having and, autonomy of their bodies. Yeah, you're also supposed to get married. Like, yeah, and procreate. But I'm saying like I think like one of the ten sacraments is... <laughs> Marriage. So that always means, like, so if you're, unless you're a priest who are, like, exempted from getting married, but if you're a Catholic who never gets married, you don't get into heaven? Is that, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure people can answer that question for me, but I remember thinking that as a kid, that that was weird. Uh, anyway, 
so here's me. That's the part of the show where I stand up for Catholicism. <laughs> yeah, strange. strange <laughs> but I have choice. a little bit of like, it's sort of like when you talk, because you're a, a, a native uh, Californian mm-hmm. and you're a bit of a coastal elite, you know? Yeah. And when you talk shit about like red states or like the Midwest or whatever, I feel like, hey, 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 I can do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. So similarly, I feel like I can criticize <laughs> Catholic charities, yeah. but you're right. There's like legitimate stuff that is ripe for criticism. Yeah, yeah. So ignore me. I, I, just, wanna, I just get, I just get defensive about certain things. Don't want to offend things. any listeners who are Catholic. Who are Catholic? Yeah, or re- religious at all, or you know, like this is just yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Danny comes into the perk, and. Um, Rachel thinks that he's still playing some long She's game. She's still playing her game. Yeah. yeah. And but Monica is sick of it, so she be, Monica just basically gets Danny's attention and asks him if he wants to go on a date with Rachel, and they set a date. Uh, Joey gets a quick scene with Estelle. Welcome back, Estelle. Welcome back, Estelle. Uh, where he didn't get some part he auditioned for, um, because. Talia Shire became available, yeah, which is I, so funny. I had to look up Talia Shire now because oh. I I never saw The Godfather. But you've seen Rocky. I've seen Rocky. Yeah. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. Talia Shire's the best. Um, and wait, is Talia Shire Jason Schwartzman's mom? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, she is. That family. <clears throat> you know, lots of, lots of talent. It's just it's so interconnected. I can never keep it all straight. But uh, yeah, so that's funny that, <laughs> that he lost a part to Talia Shire. Um, Phoebe's out on the street. She got a, a prime spot uh, right out front of Macy's. Yeah. Uh, because she lied about being able to speak 25 languages or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monica comes by and Phoebe, like, guilts her into donating everything she has because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, nice coat. Did you get your nails done? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a funny scene. Um, and then, um, the first, this is the, the first wave of what will become Phoebe's whole storyline is a guy drops a large bill into the thing and then reaches in to like make change, to make change for himself. Yeah. Uh, that guy, by the way, is named that actor is named Lee Ehrenberg, and he will be very familiar to people like me who are big fans of the Pirates of the Caribbean um, franchise. That he's hmm. uh, he's one of the. There's like um, uh, now I'm forgetting the Mackenzie. What's his name? Who, who Gareth from the UK Office? Oh yeah. So they're like. In all the movies, they're like a comedy duo as like bumbling pirates, um, right? And uh, so yeah, his I recognized him immediately because I, like I said, I am at least the first three, the first three, the the three Gore Verbinski pirates movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the fourth one. No, not for me. The fifth one, mostly no, but has a few good set pieces. But by that time, it was already like. By the time the fifth one came out, like I was already over Johnny Depp, you know, and yeah. and uh, that's only that's only gotten worst, worst, worse. Um, so back at the apartment, you know, because Joey's doesn't have a job either. So Ross and Joey are like home together all day, and Ross is like, "You should write a script for yourself, like the Goodwill Hunting guys uh, did," which is so like that's so funny that it's like that was recent. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, like I Matt was, Damon and Ben Affleck were new to being like stars. I was, like racking my brain trying to think of like if either of them were in friends or if they dated some- or if someone in the movie is on friends because I always like to like yeah kind of 
unearth these like well, worlds I mean, colliding. Robin Williams was on one episode of Friends. Remember? That's true. Yeah, that's true. So there is that. Yeah. Uh, In the Friends universe. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's like some degrees of. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so Ross convinces Joey to write a script for a movie himself and offers to help keep him on track, you know, be sort of like a manager or something. Um, Rachel's getting ready for her date, but she's sad because she saw Danny get on the subway with his arm around a lady. Yeah. Um, and Monica's like, hey, you're gonna, you know, make him forget all about her that we'll get to what she says later in funniest moments. (laughs) Um, uh. Do you remember? <laughs> no? Okay. I have something else. Okay, well, we'll get to that. it in funniest yeah. moments. Uh, where, where did I go? So, uh, yeah, then it's a funny thing. The whole the whole scene between Monica and Rachel happens in their apartment, and then as soon as Rachel goes into her bedroom, Chandler, like, comes out holding his clothes, out of Monica's bedroom holding yeah. his clothes, and, like, runs out and gives her a kiss, and it's cute that they're still keeping that up. Yeah. Uh, so... Across the hall, Ross is is out. So uh, and and Joey's trying to write, but Chandler's bored, and they and, and he's playing a game of like trying to flip a ping pong ball into a like a pot. Yeah, at first I thought this was an egg, and so I was like, "It's so wasteful and messy." Yeah, it wasn't an egg. Yeah, um, and then Joey gives him pointers on how to make it a more interesting game, and then they end up invi- inventing a new game where they're flipping flaming tennis balls across their apartment which yeah. we don't actually get to see any of unfortunately of course not yeah um uh uh speaking oh go ahead well i was gonna say like we do see a, the fire in, i was gonna say yeah. i was about to say yeah. speaking of fire yeah the next scene is people misusing the salvation army bucket by like tossing their trash in there um, or tossing a cigarette butt in yeah. there, which causes the, you know, the donations are burning or whatever yeah. uh, she said. And then she like grabs the guy's coffee to try and put it out, but it turns out it's, it's just booze. Booze. <laughs> it's like she's like, it's sir, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Um, uh, Ross has a little hissy fit um, at Joey and Chandler for uh, uh, not. Joey off. not st- yeah. sticking to the plan and yeah. Chandler distracting him and, and he's being a real real tyrant here. Um, Danny and Rachel, we see the end of their date. They get back to Danny's apartment and they kiss outside the apartment, but he's like, I'd love to invite you invite you in, but my sister is staying Sitting with me. Couch, yeah. yeah, and um, This delights this, Rachel. At first. At first. Until uh, right in front of her, Danny and Krista. I think. I don't remember her name. I think Danny and Krista get into a little tickle fight. Yeah. Which is weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Phoebe's pissed and she's decided she's going to take a harder line, right? Um, She's going to go back to Street Phoebe, but not all the way back because Street Phoebe wouldn't be friends with you people, which is so funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, So, oh yeah. So Rachel asks Ross and Monica if they wrestle and they talk about what they did as a kid and there's some unfortunate jokes in there uh yeah but then ross says now he could beat monica because he never could when they were kids and so they start wrestling again yeah right there so but i guess in a they, very different way they do like a weird like head they literally butt. like they're yeah like they're wrestling yeah <laughs> yeah but they almost what is it called when they like um something with horn like they lock horns lo- they lock horns yeah yeah 
Um, is that how people wrestle? I guess, like you lean over and put your hand on each other's yeah, and necks. Then, yeah. I think that's what wrestling is. Okay. I don't know. I've never watched real wrestling. Yeah. But I saw Foxcatcher. I didn't even see that. Okay. Um, oh, you. Uh, we've all saw Waves. That has wrestling in it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, where, where was I? Where was I? Okay. Um. Back of the boys with Harvey and Chandler's like, hey, we're going to this Rangers game, but Ross is like, no, you're not. Because Joey, he's, being, he's just being a real yeah. taskmaster, and yeah. he tears up the tickets, um, which he paid for. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so then we're at the perk the next day, which is the perk, yeah, like I said, all decked out. Yeah. Uh, and Danny and Krista are hanging out with them, mm-hmm. and once again, they get very appropriate, inappropriate. She's like, <laughs> he's licking custard off her fingers and then gets custard on his pants, and yeah. she like cleans his crotch well i mean the worst part is she's taking the custard from the eclair and like feeding him and this is like a little throwback because we talked about trashy claire's last week right yeah not now if your name is claire we're not calling you trashy yes we are okay (laughs) would you rather eat a trashy claire or eat the innards from someone's finger um, it depends on the person's finger. I thought you were going to say from your sibling's finger. In from which, your sibling's yeah, finger. Absolutely trashy, Claire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What if it's um, like in the middle of the trash can? What if it's like there's like coffee grounds and like some um, other leavings on top of it? Coffee grounds wouldn't bother me. You could dust those off. If it were like... What if there's like rotten things, cat vomit, or yeah. like yeah, cigarette ash? Yeah. That's different. Okay, so then finger eclair, finger custard from a sibling. Do I have to eat the whole eclair? No, that's but in the all trash? the insides. Yes, yes, you do. So I can't just eat the part that like oh this corner is okay. No, the full eclair or the full inside. I take the entirety of the mm-hmm. custard insides off my mm-hmm. sibling's finger. Yep. And I, I, I have to pick one. You have to pick one. Yeah, I think I'd still go with the trashy Claire. Okay. And then I'd immediately, like, gargle and brush my teeth and all kinds of stuff like that. I think I'll I'll, I'll do the custard. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. Friends and mothers, this yes. is tough. This is going to be tough, but, you know, that's why... Yeah, yeah, we don't make it easy on you. That's so let us know. Trash eclair about. or sibling's finger. Um, <laughs> you could so, pick the sibling as well. Yeah. So then they go and everyone's like weirded out by them. Um, then Phoebe gets uh, transferred because she was too mean to yeah. people. Um, but she gets replaced. Well, she gets transferred to another yeah. station. But yeah. yeah, someone named Ginger, I think, yeah. uh, replaces her. Um, Ginger looked familiar. But yeah? I think maybe just okay. like here and there, commercial um, maybe. And like, but I liked uh, Street Phoebe in this scene when she's like, "That chick can't handle my corner." Yeah. <laughs> and then he watch out for that. Bitch. Watch out for that. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, da, da, da. So she gets transferred. Uh, Rachel calls off the next date um, because she's weirded out, and Danny almost talks her out of it. Until she realizes Danny's about to get in the bath with Krista, his sister. Yeah. Which is gross. Yeah. Um, 
uh, but don't. I hope Rachel doesn't tell Ross and Rachel about this, or Ross and Monica about this, because they're going to get ideas. Taking a bath. They're going to take baths together. Yeah, yeah that's what they want to do. Um, so uh, Chandler and Ross are pissed at each other, but Joey like is like, "Hey, I wrote a bunch of new pages," um, and he says, "What you know? Why don't you help me out?" Uh, um. By reading, by reading it, and it turns out he's written a little play for them to like apologize to each other. Yeah, which is cute. But it also reminded me a little bit of Stolen from Seinfeld, like kind of like a script based on like mundane activities. Yeah. Like friend walks in, hey buddy. Like yeah. that's um, it yeah. reminded me of that. Uh, and it turns out Joey spent the rest of the afternoon developing Ultimate Fireball. So it's the same fire game, but he's got a bowling ball this time. Yeah. Um. And then there's a tag at the end where Joey also wrote a script for Monica and Rachel to read together, and it turns out it's real porny, and they stop. Yeah. Not not great. Um, so that's it. That's the tag at the end. Uh, do you have any other observations, or do you want to move on to funniest moments? Let's move on. So uh, I have I have two. Um, the first one is Monica, when she's giving Rachel the pep talk about how good she's going to be on a date, she says... Uh, he's going to forget all about that stupid subway girl. And Rachel goes, she was she pretty was, stupid. She was kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, I had that as well. Um, when Joey writes the um, script about their friendship, yeah. he he's talking about Ross and he's like, I am one sorry polentologist. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't spell paleontologist. You, you took my other one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am one sorry polentologist. I also thought it was funny when... Um, Joey Crank called Chandler, and apparently he does it every day. <laughs> For six months. For six months. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so, just like, I love you, Chandler. <laughs> I guess Chandler doesn't have caller ID on his office phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Do you want to move on to make it fashion? You got more funny stuff. Uh, let's make it fashion. Okay. In the first scene at the perk, uh, Rachel has the coolest like winter like business suit yeah she's got like a it's like kind of like a a faint window pane plaid yeah it's like light or like periwinkle something like that um and it has a fur fur lining collar yeah it has a big thick fur collar and then it's just like a suit it looks rad it looks so wintry and cool and fierce also wintry and cool chandler has a santa tie (laughs) okay well, I'll see you, Chandler Santa tie, and raise you Phoebe's penguin scarf. I didn't catch that. When she was, like, saying she was going to go out and get tough, and she was, like, getting dressed. She had a little penguin. She had a scarf that, like, at the end, it was, like, embroidered, like, two little penguins standing next to each other. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, like, I like that a lot. Um, Chandler's really bringing it with the tie, because he also has a floral tie that I liked. Okay. Um, and then also this crew and their turtlenecks. Oh, Danny had an awful, like, uh, ribbed, chunky turtleneck that also, like, came down past his wrists, so it was, like, oh, covering up. I didn't notice that, but... Yeah, that's I what like, he was wearing right before he was going to get in the bath. I always like Joey in a turtleneck. Well, sure. Joey looks good in everything. Yeah. Um, I got a couple more. Um, I loved Monica the Purple Lady. Oh, yeah. She had a, like, striped sweater that was, yeah. like, purple and like various shades of purple and gray and various like stripe 
like wits. Yeah. And at first, that's all I saw. And then you see the whole thing, and you realize, oh, she's also wearing like, like sparkly like purple, purple pants. Camo, yeah, like. but they were like the material was like reflective almost. Yeah, not like nylon, but it like was like iridescent. Yeah, iridescent. And I thought it looked yeah. great. Okay. Uh, and um, I've got one more after that too. Oh, go ahead. My last one is. Uh, at the Ross's scene at the end, I liked his like his uh, sporty starter brand pullover mm, with the okay. little like crest on the. I couldn't tell what the crest was, but it looked like he was like ready to go like practice tennis in the winter time <laughs> or something. Hmm, I didn't even know. He looked that. very preppy. Um, let's do a quick um, prop. So, oh, okay. like I said, the the boys' apartment is decorated. They have like different Santas and different. Figurines. There's also a Furby on the microwave. Oh, wow. Um, and muzzle to the Magna, we have a few. It starts off with just the word shot. Okay. And then we get a... Uh, Chaser? Yeah. <laughs> we get a little Christmas scene of, like, kids opening presents around the a tree. Wow. Yes. And then the final one is a, um, like a, like a palm on an island. Hmm. Yeah. Someone was watching that, uh... Corona commercial they run every Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I like that commercial. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite? I know because you don't like lagers, but what is your favorite Mexican lager? Like if you had to choose Corona, Modelo, Pacifico, Dos Equis. Hmm. Uh, what are the other ones I'm thinking Corona. of? Estrella, oh, you Jalisco. Said, you already said Corona. Yeah, I said Corona first. I think a classic Corona with a lime is a good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that Modelo has a Negro Modelo. A dark lager and Dosakis also has Dosakis amber and amber lager. So I think I think if I'm given all the choices of Mexican lagers, I'm probably gonna go with a Negro Modelo. I think that's my favorite. Well, you Mexican and everyone lager. else, because now Modelo is a number one beer brand because it's uh, I guess Bud Light is too woke, <laughs> which they're not. Like we've talked about but, this. No, but I mean they've also like done Pride stuff for 25 years almost. Uh, literally, I, yeah. Someone posted the f- 1999 was the first time Bud Light had a Pride ad. Look, um, when it comes to money, so, they don't discriminate. They're just they're yeah. capitalists. It's a corporation. But it does seem that like they don't have a stance. Something about trans people has made a lot of conservatives lose their fucking minds, yeah. and it's it's so strange to me. If it weren't so awful and violent and hateful, it would almost be funny that they're like. So offended by this. Just but the existence of trans people is just like you got yeah. you got Kid Rock shooting at beer cans and yeah. like it's insane. It's yeah. like a mania. It's, it's like it's like a mass hysteria that's like one hundred percent somehow like effective like or, yeah. or in, infectious. But you have to be a conservative to be affected by it. it's like a, it's like a mental disease yeah. that is making people like just flip out about just the idea of trans people, which is so strange. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I wish, yeah, I wish we could laugh at it, but we can't because it's basically like... Yeah, people uh, die because... A genocide. Yeah. Like, it's essentially a genocide. Um, yeah, it's it's completely insane. Um, yeah, I don't know what is in the conservative water, you know? But, uh, all right, we're way off. Uh, should we go back to what's under the umbrella? Okay, um... <clears throat> Um, you mentioned Estelle. Estelle, yeah. And then there was a little gay panic because she's like, she asked Joey if he'd be in gay porn, and he's yeah. like, oh, God, no. Yeah. Um, also, we get... Um, Mon- but I don't know if that's gay panic. I don't know, like... 
like what you're you're not woke enough to do gay porn like maybe he just doesn't want to do porn but you're right the fact that it's specifically yeah. gay porn is supposed to be the fun. fact that he like writes porn for these for his friends like he's not to women anti-porn yeah. he's anti-gay porn yeah and i know that like, i think he would totally do porn um but not gay porn yeah but i know a lot of the I mean, a lot of the dudes who are in gay porn aren't necessarily gay. I know. Yeah. Uh, but not not for Joey. Yeah. Um, okay, siblings and love. <laughs> right. Um, Monica being competitive, like she's still competitive about about the wrestling. About the, the wrestling. wrestling. Also, like the um, fat like joke. The fat joke about her. That over- she she won when they were kids yeah. because she was larger. Um. When Joey, I should have mentioned this in um, Funniest, because it was funny. When Joey's writing for Chandler in his script, mm-hmm. could I be more sorry? In Chandler's voice. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, Street Phoebe. Um, oh, right, Mention yeah. of Street Phoebe. Um, Creeping on Friends. Joey writes the script for Monica and Rachel. Um, uh, oh, Chairgasms. So um, Joey enlightens him on the, um, like, the, what is it called? The recliner? Recliner. Yeah. Lazy like, Boy? Yeah. How they kind of, like, yeah. orgasm when they. Oh, okay. When they go back. Just a big and then, groan. Yeah, but it's more like. Okay. It's a release. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have any that I. No, I just had Estelle, but you, you caught a bunch. Yeah. You're better at this. You're better at this entire podcast than I am. No way. You definitely are. Not a chance. Well, should we take a quick break and then you get to prove <laughs> that you're better? No. How inept I am? No. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay. We're back. We're back. And we are ready to talk. Better than ever. About, yeah, we're back and we're better than Ezra. Can you put um, that light on? Okay. When I throw to you, how about? Okay. So we're back and we're ready to talk about How I Met Your Mother, Season 5, Episode 10, The Window. Natalie, take it away while I put this light on. Okay, thank you for doing that. Um, So at the very start of the episode, Marshall gets a box from his mom. And then uh, Robin makes like a joke of like from Seven, what's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah, which of course we do, but that doesn't... Like everyone looks at her like she's crazy, but like she's the only sane one there. If you don't make a what's in the box joke. Yeah. Because I was, that's what I was going to say. It's like, oh yeah, we do that. But I was like, yeah, everyone does that. Everyone does what's in the box. Everyone does it. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Um, so it's Marshall and Lily and Ted are the spoiler sports, the wet blankets here. Yeah. So Marshall's mom is sending him stuff from his old bedroom, like Mad Libs and old yearbooks and diaries. And um, we'll get, we'll get more of that later. Um, Ted gets a call, um, of just a woman saying, 
the window is open. And yeah. we don't know at that point what that means. Yeah. It's an elderly woman. It's an elderly wo- woman. Comes up later. And then he runs through the city. Yeah. And it turns out it's um, his old flame, Maggie Wilkes. Well, Gurley's had a crush on her. He's had a crush never, on her. They never, they, yeah. yeah. He's always had a crush on her. But she's never been single more than like a day at a time because she's the like the epitome, the perfect girl next door and mm-hmm. everyone knows it. So mm-hmm. as soon as she ends a relationship, it's immediate. She gets Somebody snatched falls in up love with her. by someone yeah. else. Um, it's even like as quick as like her going down to the mail and it being like the postman or an old yeah, That's neighbor. one of the funniest moments, actually. Yeah, yeah that was funny. Um so yeah, um, and then we, he shows us like three other times that he was too late and that's like he had a window. Um, and so I guess the third time Mrs. Douglas was his na- was the neighbor. Maggie's neighbor, yeah. Maggie's neighbor. And Ted goes to her and says like, when she breaks up with her boyfriend, call me, which this is, this is gross. Um <laughs> Um, Stalker ass behavior. Yeah, and like everyone's in on it too. Everyone supports it. Like yeah. even Lily. So Lily and Marshall are at McLaren's, and Ted explains everything to them, and they're like, "Okay, cool. We'll we'll help you." And then so um, Maggie, or no, okay. So Ted makes it to Maggie's house, and then invites her to McLaren's for a date. And Ted's like, "This is perfect. Nothing's going to come in the way of it." Yeah. She can't be around anyone else. No one else is allowed to fall in love with her except me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. th- and they're all worried, like, well, she's going to have to, like, get in the cab on the way here. But Ted's covered all the bases. She's not going to interact with any male person on the way to McLaren's to yeah. fall in love with Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Deplorable behavior. Really, Disgusting. It's really creepy. Uh, very creepy. Um, so she gets... To McLaren's, and then um, uh, they remind Ted that he has a class that he has to teach tonight, the Architecture 101 class, right? Mm-hmm. And so he has to go. Well, he first asks her, if, like, when Maggie arrives, he's like, would you um, want to come to watch my um, lecture? Yeah. And she says, oh, not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which actually was one of my funniest um, slim Pickens in this episode. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, so Ted tells Marshall and Lily to babysit her, basically, like, don't let her out of your sight. Mm-hmm. And no man is allowed to, like, get close. So they're, like, fighting off men, keeping an eye on her. Um, and then she uses the bathroom, and Marshall ends up, reading one of his old diaries and it's like a letter to himself in 30 years saying like, right. Um, uh, basically like, I hope you're doing something like, I hope you're doing something to make the world a better place and yeah. never sell out. And I hope you are able to dunk a basketball, like all of these things yeah. that he hasn't done. So he's like, I gotta go. And then, Runs away. And he says, like, boom, boom, down, because he's listening to Yes, because we get a snow. flashback of him with a long rat tail <laughs> yeah. in college. He has braces. This is high school. High school. He has yeah. braces. Yeah. He has a rat tail he's listening to Informer by Snow. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I always forget that like because we're older now, we're older than these characters. But yeah. at the time we were younger, they're supposed to be a few like five to seven years older than we are. I think. Yeah. So like, because I was in, when Informer came out, I think I was still in elementary school. Right. But he's like in high school because that's like ninety two. I think Informer yeah. somewhere around there. Um, meanwhile, Ted is giving his lecture and he's trying to make it quick. So in his lecture, he's like he has a. Um, like a PowerPoint presentation, and he's like, all right, these are the types of bridge bridges, and he just yeah. goes through all the bridges. Yeah, there are six types of bridges, bridges, and he like lists four, and he goes, and two more. And two more. <laughs> um, and the students are like, we all want to be here. We like you. And so he like basically, um, he does like a rap sesh with his students. <laughs> like he basically like flips his chair around, and he, you know, talks to us. He gets real with the students, and they like give him advice, and they, and they want to know advice. the whole backstory. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's because he lets the name Maggie slip, but we'll we'll save that for funniest moments. And then, like he has a he puts a photo of her up in the on the PowerPoint, <laughs> which is inappropriate. Um, it is all inappropriate, but I guess I'm I guess I'm just I'm just because I'm the man here, I'm less bothered by it than you are. Like I think it's just like, ooh, that didn't age well, but. Yeah. At the time, it probably seemed, you know, a lot of like rom com behavior from pre Me Too, yeah. like, seems right. creepy but and if, stalkerish. If you if you now. love someone, you don't want someone to be forced into the relationship by like preventing every by basically like uh, kidnapping you and keeping you like keeping you away, like locked in a attic somewhere. You know, it's to not a good way to. Start a relationship. Yeah, not only to start a relationship, but also, I think par for the course for romantic comedy type stuff in in this era and and earlier. Right. So I, I guess I'm just saying I'm I'm more willing to say like this is a product of its time. I guess I think it would it was it would always be gross, but um, okay. So then, but think about like sorry, um, the. The movie You've Got Mail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, like, it plays so poorly now. Yeah. Because Tom Hanks' character, like, he finds out, like, just a little over halfway through the movie. And then he uses the knowledge that he has that he's yes. keeping from her to, to orchestrate deceive, all yeah. this stuff. and well, deceive for, for an hour of the movie, and people yeah. think it's romantic, and it, it it plays so poorly now. Well, like, while you were sleeping, that's criminal. <laughs> yeah. Um, Love Actually, that's horrendous. Like, they're all... Yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff And then at the Love end, Actually. it's like... At least while you're sleeping. Uh, of those three, I think while you were sleeping is the best movie. <laughs> yeah. What do you... Th- okay, I want to know what you think. Rank? Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Fuck, Mary Kill, While You Were Sleeping, Love Actually, and You've Got Mail. I'm okay. going to marry While You Were Sleeping. I'm going to fuck Love Actually, because the, there is good stuff in there, because it's yeah. such a yeah. hodgepodge. And then I'm going to kill You've Got Mail. Okay, I'm going to kill Love Actually. I'm going to, I think I'm going to marry You've Got Mail, just because I want to marry Meg Ryan and... Um, Tom Hanks. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I'll uh, fuck while you are sleeping. Okay. Um. By the way, I love that. Um. While you were sleeping, there's like a the running gag about the the like handyman in her apartment building is like has a crush on her yeah. and like and it, but it's played by the guy who would be later be. 
Jackie O'Priel in The Sopranos. Yeah, you know? yeah, you're right. You're who di- right. I mean, he dies like three episodes into The yeah. Sopranos, but he's like hangs over kind of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, Marshall li- runs away, and then Lily's kind of panicked because she thinks that he's going to go and quit his job, like he's always threatening to, and this has been kind of a contentious issue in their relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so they Because leave. they need the money because she has... She has a shopping... Yeah, she's a shopping yeah. addict. She's a shopaholic. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they tell Ted, don't worry, we're leaving Robin with him. And Ted's pissed, like, you're leaving Robin with him? Like, with Maggie? Because um, Robin's just found out about this. She Robin just found point. out. Yeah. So she's kind of having fun with it a little bit. But she's taking this job seriously. Um, I think she, like, runs to the bathroom and then Jim from work sits down at the booth with Maggie and they're having a great time. Uh, and then he invites her to <laughs> Les Chien Erotique art show. It's like erotic dog photography. Erotic dog photography. Yeah. He invites her, but then <laughs> there's a great, wait, I don't know. Is it in your funniest moments? Uh, the, the one photo that Robin yes, really likes. Yes. Okay. I yeah. love it. Um, so Robin kind of t- goes with him to the art show, even though he wants to go with Maggie. And she leaves Maggie with Barney, which I totally forgot. Barney takes it. He accepts the challenge. His own challenge. His own challenge to um, use Marshall's old over, like denim overalls, stonewashed denim overalls. And he's like, I bet I can still like sleep with someone well, he said, wearing that. He says, I can't believe you wore this all through high school. It would be impossible for anyone to get laid while wearing these overalls. Challenges? Challenge accepted. Yeah. So he's trying to hit on women and Robin's having fun with it and saying like making like farmer jokes yeah. about him. Yeah. Um, it's also like I guess this this comes up later, but I, I I was thinking like, is part of the challenge that he has to be at McLaren's? Like couldn't he just go to another bar? Yeah. Uh, but it turns out he could because he mentions it later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's basically like cock blocking him yeah. while, you know, they're all trying to cock block, uh, Maggie. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then Barney wants to sleep with Maggie. Um, so at, she compliments the overalls. Yes. At the art show. Um, Robin's coming on very strong and like pours wine all over herself because yeah. she wants to prevent uh, Jim from going yeah. back with Maggie. And I didn't say this, by the way, Jim is played by the actor Jamie Kaler, yeah. who has been in a bunch of stuff. He's very um, familiar. But he is most notable to me for being part of the cast of TBS's My Boys, which is a super oh, underrated sitcom. Okay. You always talk about it. I love it. I've never yeah. seen it. Okay. I, I love it. So Marshall did go to the office, but um, Lily finds that it's there's no one there, and he's on the on the roof with the basketball hoop, trying to like he's Marshall's trying to like prove to his childhood self that he can accomplish one thing that he wanted to, so he's trying to um, dunk the basketball in. Yeah, and Lily gives him like a nice pep talk and like lowers the the net. Yeah. And he still can't do it, yeah. which is funny. Um, meanwhile, Jim, Ted, and Barney are all objectifying Maggie together and, like, trying to race to her yeah. for varying 
Jim works with her and has been in love with her for five years. Yeah. Ted's been in love with her for 12 years. And Barney thinks that because she liked his overalls, she's his best chance for getting laid in the overalls. Exactly. Um, and then, I guess, she uh, Ted goes to Maggie's door. And then um, another dude opens it. And it's um, Maggie's, like, kind of childhood sweetheart. The boy next door. Yeah. And then we see their whole sweet story from yeah. like children and then yeah a montage set to the song two weeks by grizzly bear okay yeah i was trying to figure uh, out who it was uh, yeah uh, it's a great song yeah it's yeah. a good song um so yeah he loses uh his opportunity he loses the window the window is now shut and uh barney is like leaning into his overalls and wants to go to giddy-ups <laughs> and wants Ted to be his wingman again. By the way, sorry, this is completely unrelated, but it just reminded me that you and I were in New York, and while there's no bar called the Hoser Hut, right. there is a Canadian bar in Brooklyn called the Ontario Bar that we went to. Yes. And just, I had like a Labatt Blue or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so dark in there because I was trying to like take selfies with like the Canadian flag flag behind us, and you can't really tell yeah. that it's a Canadian flag. It was very dark in there. Yeah, and Canadians are in hiding, I guess, in Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we did go to the we did the, go. the Hoser Hut. It yeah. just wasn't called that. We did it for our friends and mothers. Yeah. Um. Okay, but Ted, like, so his class helps him realize that he's ready to get into a relationship. He's ready. Um. He turns down. Barney, um, and then Barney's feeling <laughs> um, kind of desperate, and then is it was it the it was this it Mrs. The, Douglas? Yeah, it's the same okay. old lady. Mrs. Douglas like has a fan in the window, and she goes she's like sipping a cocktail. Yeah, she's like a Southern Belle, <laughs> like sipping a like mint julep, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And um, what does she say? Like, hello, farmer, or something. She says, "I like something about her the overalls." Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's a little, like, kind of, I guess it's a tag at the end, where Marshall is writing to his 60-year-old self. And yeah. it's about, like, how, like, he'll be happy no matter what, as long as he has Lily. Yeah. And then we get, like, a little, like, Lily brings... Well, he says, also... If time travel gets developed, yeah. give me a sign at this date and time, like the yes. present date and time. The present date and time. Yeah. Lily comes over with chicken that, like, someone, like, tur- like said it was too hot. Yeah, They didn't wings. want it. Yeah. yeah, wings. So they got it for free. And then we see Marshall uh, at the age of 60. Yeah. He's, like, balding. He's in another booth. Yeah, he's in another yeah. booth. Yeah. Um, oh, oh had, dear! Those wings weren't. I had wings earlier. I didn't. Those wings weren't too hot. It was yeah. just that I had wings earlier. Yeah, much earlier. <laughs> yeah. So the time travel is just about like the wings being hot. Yeah, but time travel apparently exists. Yes. But this is the first we've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> what if How Many Mother did go like full sci-fi? Like, well, remember our favorite cable drama, The Affair. Mm-hmm. Like, half of its final season takes place in the future, and there is, like, science fiction elements of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What a great show. Yeah. 
This is okay. I'm gonna get on my soapbox okay, here. Here we go. About how much I love the affair and shows like the affair because it reminds me of what TV used to be before. Yeah. <laughs> you were doing a microphone, so it was writing. Yeah, it was, my notes was everything that I just said. Okay, sorry. Here's what I'll say, and I know uh, I, I, I've said this about this on the podcast. I've said the same thing. Your thoughts about the affair. But specific, no, about TV in general. Okay, I think you probably have. I probably have. Yeah. Have I made the point before that the main, the turning point, the worst thing that happened, two things. First, in like 2010, people were way too hard on the finale of Lost. And then like five years later, people were way too into the dumb Breaking Bad finale. And the reactions to that has made... Almost every like show that has any inspiration or aspirations of being like a prestige type of show or a buzzy show, they make make it feel like it's gonna be it's so important that you stick the landing that now it makes every show feel like it's just an extended miniseries. Like it's all, yeah. It's all there's one story to tell. We know what we're telling. We're gonna tell it over however many, many seasons. Right. The great thing to me about television, what makes it different than movies or miniseries is that it's open-ended and right. the writers can follow down blind alleys and introduce yeah. new characters and come up with and what I, something I love about the affair is that it never stopped like saying yeah. what if we did this <clears throat> you know and it was like it, it was it was so invigorating it reminded me of what I love about television as opposed to the extended miniseries form sure. that television has taken over the past 10 years or so yeah and i agree that like some of that is like pandering and like fan service and and Twitter, you know, like the writers write for the fan base as opposed right. to like this is a piece of art. Yeah. I like have faith in me as the the artist as the writer. Yeah. to you're going on my journey. Mhm. You could enjoy it or not. Yeah. I'm not creating it for you, you know, and yeah. I understand I I'm, I'm with you on that. But I also think that just because you have all of the opportunities to go down all these different, they don't always work. And sometimes that's part of what's fun about TV. You know, think about Deadwood is one of our favorite shows of all time. Yeah. It introduced the Earp brothers, Wyatt and whatever. Earp, And then like, it was like, uh, I guess we didn't think of anything to do with these and then wrote them off the show. They left. I love that. Yeah. 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 I love that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So we're kind of in agreement. Just the show, the affair sucks. No, it's great. Great television. Uh, okay, should we... I have one more thing that I wanted to point out. I don't know if it's a props... Props might be the wrong word, but something to the production designer. Maggie apparently lives over... This is Someone made this choice to, to do this. She lives above a store that sells African art, and the name of the store is La Art d'Afrique. Okay. <laughs> Did you see that? And I was like, someone had to make a choice, like... Let's make this an African art store with a French name. But there was also like the French um, erotic dog photography too. Le La Chien Erotique. Yeah. yeah. What's with all the French? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. All right. Anyway, L'Art d'Afrique. I thought was funny. It reminded me of Buffy's mom. Okay. Remember she ran yeah. a gallery that yeah. like specialized yeah. in like African yeah. art and yeah. sculpture and clothing mm-hmm. and stuff. Anyway. Let's move on, as you said, to funniest moments. Go ahead. Um, we already, I already mentioned um, Maggie not wanting to go to the architecture lecture. Oh, not even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, 
Oh, I missed my favorite one. What? Go ahead. So at the architecture lecture. Yeah. Um, Ted lets it slip like Maggie and everyone he like, accidentally he writes, writes Maggie, Maggie on the board because he's got Maggie and on the brain. They're yeah. like, What's Maggie? And he's like, It's about um, architecture. Make adjustments, <laughs> go get it energized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of mine. And then I uh, like the callback at the end too yeah. when this the students say that to Make him. adjustments. Go, go get, get it energized. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. And so uh, I'm going to do. You already mentioned the mailman, but I think it's funny that he's telling the story and he says, like, the only time she even left her apartment and that was to go down and check the mail. Yeah. And she met somebody and then, like, she opens the door in the flashback and you realize it's the mailman, the mailman. is who she met. Yeah. Um, and that's apparently who she was dating up until up until this night. Yeah. So I will say my other my only one we haven't mentioned so far was when Barney does his challenge accepted and he, like, announces his plan his plan. He says, I, Barney Stidson, being of sound mind and amazing body. <laughs> um, also, like, he just looked funny in the overall, so it worked. It was a funny image. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was funny. We didn't talk about this, but Robin said it was cheating to wear a suit underneath the overalls, and he said, they're called overalls. Yeah. They're not called over t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a good point. Yeah. Um, the yeah the dog photography at the gallery was very funny. Yeah. When you saw it. Um, oh yeah. Did you see the one that Robin Robin said she liked? She was like, "Did you see that one of two corgis doing it human style?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like a little pug like on its back in ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, um, the failed dunk like the slow mo. Yeah. Marshall's um, failed. Yeah. It was an entirely different kind of swish because the ball just hit the bottom of the net. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we want to make it fashion? Uh, no comment. Oh, I actually liked, if you ignore the top, mm-hmm. Lily is wearing a leather jacket over like a blue, I guess it was a dress. Okay. But like if you ignore the top, which she had a glittery statement necklace yeah which we hate yeah but like from a distance it was just like leather jacket blue skirt and i thought it looked good okay yeah all right uh yeah lots of lots of high boots and yeah and then robin poor colby smolders they keep doing this to her so unfortunate um this was like a high-waisted two-tone dress right so it was like a black skirt but the skirt part started like at the at her sternum, essentially. It was like a blouse and a skirt. I thought it was a one piece that was Not just two sure. two shades. But the top was like off white and super ruffly, mm-hmm. but low cut mm-hmm. at the same time. It yeah. was like cut in a weird way. Yeah, if, yeah. It was unbalanced and. Oh, un- I did uncool. like um, Marshall's high school flashback. That was funny with the yeah. rat tail. Yeah. All right. Um, as far as what's under the umbrella, we get a challenge accepted. Challenge I love accepted. that. Yeah. What else do we do? We have. You're better at this than I am. Uh, you're better. Like I said, you're better at everything about nope, this show than I nope. am. No. Um, yeah. Marshall being a corporate sellout and how mm-hmm. it like tortures him every day. That yeah. He does it. Um, also, um, stolen from Seinfeld, the fact that um, Maggie is a marine biologist who helps. Yeah. Like at risk youth. Yeah. But the marine biologist part is what George wants to do. Yeah. That's his... Who wants to pretend to do. Yeah. That and architect, yeah. 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 Um, 
Yeah, challenge accepted overalls. Yep. All right, well, uh, let's do similarities. I can't wait to see what you got. Okay, well, so we, we've talked about it before. It's not necessarily episode-specific. Well, so, let's start with the ones that aren't episode-specific. And then end, because I want some that are episode-specific. Okay, I only have one. Okay. Well, two. I have two. Um, two that are episode-specific. So the ones that are, like, more generalized from other episode is the use of Mad Libs. And in the same way, whereas <laughs> Phoebe made every word Phoebe, yeah. young Marshall made every word fart, or yeah. in a term, <laughs> when he needed an adverb, fartly. Yeah, fartly. <laughs> um, when Phoebe is in front of Macy, someone tosses in a Canadian coin, and she's like, get right. that out of here. Right, yeah. So just like the making fun of yeah. Canadian, yeah. Canadians. Um, and then, oh, I guess like creeping on friends, you know, how they're always creeping always, on yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, okay. Then specific to the episodes, Christmas in New York. Christmas in New York. Yeah. And then also games with balls. <laughs> games with balls. So the, um, the flaming balls. Yeah. Fireball. And then, uh, Marshall's dunk. Oh, Marshall's dunk. <laughs> okay. But let me ask you this. Maybe I, 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 maybe we should go back and watch. Maybe the friends and mothers can help us out. Now, obviously, Joey, when he comes up with the ultimate fireball, it's a bowling ball. When Marshall gets the box from his mom and opens it, I think there's a bowling ball in there. Okay, yeah. I but it could have been like a bike helmet or something. I did it, it never like comes up. Okay. But when he first opens it, when after Robin does her very funny what's in the box thing that the other friends are losers for not... Uh, enjoying. Yeah. I swear there was a bowling ball in the box. Okay, I believe you. That sounds good. That's a good similarity. Um, but it could... I, I don't want to... Because it could have been just a bike helmet or something. Um, okay. Well, I think it's time to play favorites. And okay. I think we're going to be falling back into our old patterns here. Three, two, one. How friends. I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yeah. I thought this How I Met Your Mother was very funny. Um, and, uh, Friends was not bad, but I, I just liked, I just laughed more at, at, at How I Met Your Mother, and I like, um, we didn't even talk about, um, Joanna Garcia, or I, she now is known Joanna Garcia Swisher, who plays Maggie. Mm. Um, she, cause I knew she seemed familiar to me. Yeah. She was a child actress who, um, was, no, I didn't have cable growing up cause we were poor. Um, but she was on Are You Afraid of the Dark, apparently. Okay. Uh, so she must be Canadian, is she? Because wasn't that a Canadian show? Oh, maybe. Um, but I can tell you, she was also, I'm going to show you a picture. Obviously, this is not a video podcast, so they won't know. But uh, she Wait. was also, go ahead. True Beverly Hills? No. A um, little older, a little later than that. Okay. Um, the Friends era. Uh, um she was the head cheerleader on Freaks and Geeks. Oh, she was. Vicky Appleby. She was Vicky Appleby. Yeah. Ugh. She looks very different. Um, because her hair is blonde here. She was a brunette on How I Met Your Mother. We should do a Freaks and Geeks rewatch. Such a great show. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, so I think those are like the main things. She did a few episodes of Gossip Girl, uh, stuff like that. But, um, okay, so let's catch up on our correspondence. Oh, Okay. Um, we do have some, and I have failed by not um, looking it up beforehand. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's about something else. Do I have any tweets, or is it just... Okay. Oh, Alex, um, our um, friend from the UK, says, if I recall correctly, the end of the tag of the one with Ross's sandwich, remember the Max app cut it off, yeah. uh, was Monica convincing the teacher to have a test. Which is very Monica. It's very Monica. Um, Alex also says that he, I think he, um, no pronouns in the bio there. So I think, uh, so he um, once left some Christmas shopping on the train. Oh. Oof. Um, he also says the sandwich thief casually admitting to gross misconduct while Rost gets suspended always annoys me. <laughs> um and then let's get into the email. Let's get into the land of emails, right? Yeah. Um, oh my God! Don't don't sign up for a Dropbox account. They will email you every goddamn day, twice a day sometimes. Anyway, uh, let's see. I know we had something. How many vamp? Yeah. Wait, maybe we didn't have anything. Oh, you know what? I need to look at the comments on BattleshipRetention.com. I think that's where, if I recall correctly, um, let's see. S'mores clusters. (laughs) Super seedy cheese bites. Okay, here we go. One comment. Yohani says, soggy bread doesn't sound that good, which I kind of agree with, but I have no idea how high, how widespread this is, but in Finland, it's very common to serve a kind of bread cake at birthdays or graduations. Usually you make it with toast, you moisten those lightly with milk, and layer those on top of each other. So That's like tres leche. Okay. Toast. In between the layers, you smear cream cheese and salted meat or what have you. Oh, no, you lost me. Spread some more cream cheese on top and decorate the top of the cake with the kind of stuff you'd put between a sandwich. Ham slices, cherry tomatoes, parsley, etc. It's the most delicious thing in the world. Yorani, it, it sounds very Scandinavian to me. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. Meat slices, I don't know why that's such a, like, yeah. Scandinavian... Like, I always think about... Um, Daniel Craig's, like, breakfast in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, where he's just, like... It's just so weird, because it seems like lunch to me, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guess different... You know, I don't think of, like, sliced meat as being a breakfast thing, generally. Except for maybe, like, a ham steak, but that's, like, thicker, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, go ahead. Uh, I remember that being a thing in Amsterdam. Like, the bre- like the breakfast spread yeah. had a bunch of, like, sandwich meats. So it's just, like, Northern Europe in general, maybe. Yeah. Just... And also, like, little packets of chocolate sprinkles that you put on toast. Like, chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, this reminds me of when you and I were in Berlin, which was 2018. Uh, we took the train to Prague. Mm-hmm. It, we were... We left very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I remember getting to the train station, the Bahnhof, and uh, I, like the only thing that was open, because we hadn't eaten anything, the only thing that was open was a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'll get breakfast at this Berlin <laughs> train station McDonald's. But I thought it was weird that the breakfasts didn't come with the hash brown patty. 
right. And I looked this up later. Yeah. And from what I understand, if we have any German listeners who can correct me or clarify, from what I understand, like a potato pancake, the hash brown patty is similar enough to a potato pancake, which is not something that Germans eat for breakfast. Mm-hmm. That that's why German McDonald's doesn't have it with their breakfast because the German customers would find it weird to eat that a at breakfast time on a breakfast because it's, it's yeah it's something yeah. that you eat at lunch or dinner or whatever. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, um, I like all the like kind of fun like international McDonald's menus. I know they often seem like much better than ours, mm-hmm. and of course like because you're a vegetarian like There's a lot India like vegan. McDonald's has yeah. so much like stuff that you could like you have like a sag paneer sandwich mm-hmm. you know sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Yohani also says, "P.S. Me and a gal pal of mine love to duet Lady A's Need You Now at karaoke." <laughs> so. <laughs> That's our correspondence. Uh, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So, season five, episode 10 of Friends, which again is called The One with the Inappropriate Sister, aired on Thursday, December 17th, 1998, um, which was uh, a day that I, I can't believe I don't remember this happening, but. Um, during the Clinton administration, the U.S. bombed Iraq. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. Like, I remember, obviously, the Gulf War and the Iraq War, which were under the two Bush presidents. But I'd completely forgotten that Clinton also bombed Iraq because of them. Uh, it had something to do with um, they were... Uh, Saddam Hussein was, like, refusing to cooperate with the United Nations about some weapons thing or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, I kind of remember this cause I remember it being like, there are no civilians like this is, there are no civilians. Okay. Injured by this or targeted or whatever. Okay. Which how can you know for sure? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Top five songs though, in the U S on that day. <laughs> At number five, Lauren Hill, doo wop that thing. That thing, that thing. At number four, Shania Twain from this moment on. Uh, at number three, Divine Lately. At number two, our new favorite song that we just remembered existed last week, Deborah Cox's Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. Yeah. Which Nobody's is a great song. Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. Yeah. And at number one, R. Kelly, I'm Your Angel. <clears throat> Season five, episode 10 of The One Where I Met. Sorry, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Season five, episode 10 of The One Where I Met Your Mother is out now. This, yeah. yeah this is it. Um, but season five, episode 10 of How I Met Your Mother, which again is called The Window, aired on Monday, December 7th, a day which shall live in infamy, 2009. December 7th is uh, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Of course. Yeah. It's also my grandpa's birthday, which is um, obviously because of those two things I will always remember. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is another one where it's like... Bad news. Yeah, there's... Um, um, at least seven soldiers are killed uh, in an ambush in Turkey. Um, uh, Bishop Dermot O'Mahony resigned as the patron of the Irish Pilgrimage Trust because of uh, his response to the sexual abuse, child sexual abuse scandal. Um, yeah, Iranian police clashed with students with uh, uh, on Students' Day in Iran in Tehran. Uh, so yeah, blast occurred outside of a Peshawar courthouse in Pakistan. Just the world is a not a fun place a lot of the time. Yeah. 
you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we try to make it fun by doing our dumb podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so at number five, top five songs in the U.S. in this day. Number five, Replay by Ayaz, which you and I listened to the other day in my car, and I've, it's already not stuck in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, well. Um, at number four, okay. This song. Okay. We've talked about it for recent weeks, okay. but I did some research and I listened to Fireflies by Owl City, mm-hmm. and it's terrible. Okay. It's a terrible. Have you heard it? Sing it. Yeah, I know. Um, I have. Uh, what is it like? I get. I get a thousand hugs from ten thousand firebugs uh, or lightning bugs. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I can't remember the melody, but it's clearly a guy trying to sound like the postal service. Yeah, yeah. And it's so bad. Okay. It's like embarrassing, cringy, bad. Okay. Uh, number three, TikTok by Kesha. I don't remember that song, but we like Kesha, right? We do like Kesha. Uh, at number two. Oh, 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 oh. Caught in a bad romance. So, yeah, one of the greatest songs of the 20th century so far Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at number one, Jay Z, New York. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of uh, Empire State of Mind. So that's that. Uh, Darla doesn't like our singing. No. Or probably doesn't like my singing. No. She doesn't like... Uh, I mean, listeners have told us that I have a very bad singing voice. They've confirmed. No, they like your voice. No, they don't. Well, call to action. Who's got the better singing voice? That's not a call to action. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, then, let's move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is, like... Barney trying to get laid in a pair of overalls. Uh, a pair of overalls? A set of overalls? I think pair. A pair? Yeah. Um, even though it's just one. But it's like a pair of pants. Yeah. A pair of jeans. Yeah. A pair of overalls. Yeah. But it's weird that it's a pair of pants, too. It's a pair of pant legs, but it's one It's <laughs> one, one pants. One unit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's interesting. In the UK, maybe Alex can speak to this. This is a hacky thing I'm about to do. Yeah. They say maths. Mm-hmm. Instead of math, mm-hmm. but they say sport instead of sports. Mm-hmm. I guess they like to keep us on our Explain toes. Explain yourself, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> uh, so, challenge accepted is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode title. I was way off. Um, I said uh, Ursula shows up and insists on some sort of parenting rights over Frank and Alice's baby because, of course, her womb is the same as Phoebe's in a way. <laughs> Which would have been a really funny storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I should write for sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, and you said that, so that's what I thought the one with the, pro- the inappropriate sister was. You thought the window was Peeping Ted idealizes his unassuming, a target, unassuming target in kind of a creepy romance version of Rear Window. So creepy romance you got, but nothing else. Uh, now I need you to vamp for real, though. Oh, um, okay. Blueberry Fields Cheese. Forever. Sparkling Watermelon Juice. Cold Brew Coffee Bags. Blueberry Dream Frozen Bars. Okay, so, Season 5, Episode 11 of Friends. Give me the 511. <laughs> What is 511 if you dial 511 in Los Angeles? Do you know? 511? Yeah. 
Aren't they all something? They're all something. Yeah. I know 211 is like city, like, no, oh, there's a pothole on my street, or... Well, then what's 311? I thought that was 311. I think that's information. No, 411 is information. Hmm. Oh, well. Anyway, season... Episode 511 is called The One with All the Resolutions. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say that... They're gonna do similar to what they did with the one with all the Thanksgivings. This is gonna be a flashback-heavy episode. I'm gonna say... We are going to... See... The friends past New Year's resolutions, uh, as well as how they turned out. Uh, I'm expecting lots of unused gym memberships mm-hmm. lol okay okay so season 5 episode 11 of how i met your mother the hit television program how i met your mother um is called last cigarette ever Last cigarette ever. Um, no one smokes. Am I wrong? Um, there's at least one person on the show who who smokes sometimes. Barney's mom? Um, well, yeah, she smokes, but I mean one of the main. Is it Robin? Uh, Is Robin a secret smoker? Um, I I can't answer any questions here. I don't remember anyone smoking. Okay. Is it Barney? I'm not going to answer any questions. Okay. Well, it's just because I have a bad memory, I don't remember who smokes. Right. Okay. So now you have to make a prediction. So is it Lily? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, wasn't there a thing about Lily, like, opening the window and smoking out the window? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Lily and Marshmallow are going to start talking about getting preggers. Yeah. And, um, of course, everyone's going to have something to say about it. Barney's going to be against it, and Lily's going to have her last cigarette ever before even trying to get preggers. Um, okay. Okay. So I say Lily Pat and Marshmallow are trying, really trying, LOL. Good one. But Lily has to give up those coffin nails first. Yeah, good? Good one. Okay. So that's it then. Okay. There's another episode in the bag. Yeah. You fucking killed it. Uh, 
<laughs> you can find this podcast wherever you found it. You already did a great job with that. You're excellent. That's up to the um, friends and mothers. Did we uh, kill it? In this oh, we episode? fucking killed it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Calls to action. Did oh yeah, our calls to action. Calls to th- action. This week, um, what is the difference between cannellini beans or cannelloni beans, which is what I typed here? What's the difference between cannellini beans and Great Northern beans? Uh, what is your apple of choice? What's the apple of your eye? What's the apple of your eye? Uh, would you rather eat a trashy Claire? fully submerged um, trashy Claire or eat an eclair's worth of custard off of your sibling's finger? Sibling of choice. You get to pick. You get to pick which sibling. Okay. <laughs> I said that before. <laughs> I have three siblings, and I don't think there's no one that I would rather but, than the other. But other people might have a have a preference, like okay. oh, this one doesn't wash their hands, or this one is more right hygienic. Um, here's what I really want to know: Fuck Mary, kill Love Actually while you were sleeping. Uh, you've got mail. Yeah, let us know. And then, of course, did we kill it? Uh, <laughs> let us know. Uh, you can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can leave a comment at battleshipretention.com for each post. Uh, every post is a comment. It might not show up right away because I have to approve them first because we get a lot of spam. Um, or you can tweet at me on Twitter at Davey Pretension. That's D A V E Y Pretension. I really want to know your fuck, Mary, kill us there. Any of this stuff. Um, so uh, that's where you can find me, um, Natalie. Where can people expect to find you on the internet? Well, they can't. But if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell Please. your friends, tell your mothers. It really helps. Give us leave a review, a five star review. If we yeah. did in fact kill it today, yeah, um, yeah, you have your calls to action. Yeah, just just write reviews. Everyone should just write a review that says they fucking killed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hashtag apple of my eye. Um, until next time. I don't, people, I don't think people put hashtags in iTunes reviews. <laughs> I don't think they're click like linkable like that. <laughs> like, let me see every single <laughs> iTunes review where someone said apple of my eye. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, until next time, we'll see you in front of Macy's. Ciao. Oh.